When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to our second show of the That's Rather Cavalier podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Kevin Tate. I go by just Tate. Also of the Know It All podcast. This That Rather Cavalier podcast is on the Fan First Sports Network. Um, and tonight we're going to recap the Cleveland Cavaliers 130-116 loss to the New York Knicks. And with us tonight, he couldn't make it the other night. He had a prior engagement, but it's our other co-host. The homie Big G. What's up, Big G? Man, what's cracking, Tate, man? You know, thanks for inviting me to the fans first sports network edition of That's Rather Cavaliers. And we're going to get this Cavs talk in and about this disappointing loss to my former beloved New York Knickerbockers, man. So let's get it in. Let's talk what we need to talk. Hey, man. Well, first question I got for you, man. Why are your teams beloved, man? Hey, man, I love with a passion. Either I like you or I don't. But if right. I can't stand you, you out of here, bro. So I, that, that's what happened with me and the Knicks. We had a love-hate relationship. I loved them boys for almost 40 years, and they just kept disappointing me. And tonight I paid for it because they bust my loving calves dead in the face with an L, dog. That's what I get for, for jumping on the show the night that the Knicks beat the Cavs. Right. But, hey, man, we got a lot of shows. We got playoffs coming up. I think that's going to be an interesting playoff matchup, man. Yeah. And, I mean, I think that's why, I mean, we – in, in full transparency to the audience, me and Big G been been friends like brothers for 40 years. Yeah. And uh, now that he came back over to the Cavs, or came over to the Cavs from the Knicks, we, 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 have, we, we have the same fandom. I'm a Steelers fan. I'm a Cavs fan. I'm a Buckeyes fan. Yeah. We just get crossed up in baseball, man. Go on with your Philadelphia Phillies. That's all. That's all good. We're gonna bust y'all grill, so it don't even matter. <laughs> the I'm, a, I'm, a, win. I'm, I'm a Cincinnati Reds fan. But yeah. hey, we appreciate you all joining us. Joining us. Be sure to like the podcast, share the podcast, download the podcast, and share it on any of your digital outlets that you have. You can share it on your social media. You can share it via text to your friends if you know Cavalier fans. Just get us out there. We up and coming, but just get us out there. Yeah. Don't forget about Apple and iHeartRadio and all them other ones, man. Just share it everywhere you can and listen everywhere you can because we're audio and video. So we're trying to get the message out there about the Cleveland Cavs. So let's go Cavs. Let's get it in. So, Big G. What's cracking, man? Let's talk about tonight's game, man. I mean, and 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 again, in full transparency, I, we just saw the second half because we had another podcast to do on, on the Steeler network of the F. FSN, the Steel Curtain Network. So we were doing that from during the first half. 
Yeah. We watched the second half, and I think I jinxed them, man. I mean, it was like a six-point game when I came in. They never really got closer than three. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw that we missed because we didn't see the first half. That did, You know, this was the highest-scoring first quarter of for an NBA teams this year. Yeah, yeah. I, I seen that on the recap, man, that I watched. You know, but, Yeah, I think they scored like 89 points in the first quarter. Yeah. But even more of a reason why we was missing uh, – our, our big man Allen out there, but that's you know we'll get into that as we go into conversation, because you know there's no way in the world we should have got killed on the boards like we did by the Knicks tonight. You know they didn't have a player over six ten on the court for longer than a three minute span. So why did he kill us on the offensive board seven sixteen to three? You know, but I that, think, I, we're gonna get into it. We're gonna get into it, man. Well, let's get into it. I think the Knicks, I think the Knicks had something to prove, man. They know this could be a potential playoff matchup. Yeah. And I, no pun intended, I think the Cavs were rather cavalier. Yeah. About this game. Yeah. Um, you know we did we did miss Jared Allen, we miss Isaac Okoro. They they don't bring much in way of points, but Jared Allen gets you double double. Yeah. Okoro Stricky hit a game winning shot a few nights back. Yeah. But they bring that they bring that Cleveland JB Bickerstaff and the team like to talk about win the scrap. Yeah. And those are two players. They get scrappy and win the scrap. Yeah, they play outstanding. They play outstanding defense. They they well. One guy is a three and D guy, so he's going to push all your perimeters out. And he's and he's long and linky. He's six foot seven. You know when he's got like a six ten wingspan. And there's no way a dude like Jalen Brunson would have had fifty on us, man. There's no way he would have had it tonight. But once again, we didn't have him, and also we didn't have Allen to clog up the paint. Where uh, uh, consistently in the second half that we watched, I saw New York get more paint buckets than you can shake a stick at. And I just don't, like I said, I don't understand as the Cavs, man. Take me and you was talking about this off camera. Evan Mobley, you six foot 10, six foot 11 with a seven foot four, seven foot five wingspan. Bruh, mouse in the house. Give me that ball down on the box every time, and I'm taking heart. Brunson, R.J. Barrett, Obi Toppin, I don't care who you put on me, I'm going to kill you in the paint. And he well, yeah. refused to do it, you know? He refused to I kinda, do it. I mean, I think I think as of right now, that's just that's just his 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 makeup, his DNA, his demeanor, his personality. Yeah. He just doesn't have that aggression. I mean, when 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 he's when he's taking shots, you can see it's it, it's being he's being intentional. Yes. He's shooting the ball with a purpose on purpose. They done told him, Evan, we want you to shoot the ball. Yes. And tonight, I mean, he had 14-7 with five assists, which is a decent game. Maybe if Jared Allen plays and gets a double-double. Yeah. But he's only 6-8 from the field. Right. You, you got to take more shots than that. If, if Evan, if, um, if Jared Allen's not playing, you got to get, Evan Mobley got to take 20 shots. Or 20 plus. 20 plus. D, D Mitchell was 16 to 23. He had a great game. He scored 40, 42. Uh, Darius Garland was 8 of 19 from the field. Off night. Four. Off night. Yeah, I agree. Off night. Two, 8 of 19 from the field, 2 of 4 from 3. He had yeah. 9 assists, 20 yeah. points, 9 assists. Yeah. That's decent. But I think we missed on the defensive end, man. The scores, they scored 130 points. Yeah, when one guy get basically a 50 ball. I mean, Jalen Brunson had 48 and 48 and 8, 48 and 9. You know, but but this is my point about Mobley Tate. The, if you look at the last, what, six, six games, 
for, for Donovan Mitchell. 42, 44, 22, 31, 31, right? He cannot, You and every great guy, Jordan had to have a Pippen. LeBron had to have a D-Wade and a Kyrie Irving. Kareem had to have a Magic, right? If Mitchell was out there and he's averaging like 35 a game, we need somebody to step up and be like that 25, 26-point guy. And I, I don't know if Garland is the guy, but I know Mobley can be the guy. And that's the Gar- issue. That's that. I think that's the issue. You're right. Garland is currently the guy. Yeah. But but we need the guy to be Mobley. Garland can have 12 points, 10 assists one night, 24.7 assists another night. Yes. But we need consistency consistency from Mobley. We need we need Mobley pouring in a double double. Actually, a yeah. double double with but the five assists is good with five assists and maybe two or three blocks. Right. Because because check this out. So if we get move through this first round of the playoffs and move into the second round, right, and we match up against Milwaukee, right, I don't think Milwaukee's got an answer for Mitchell. I think Garland's going to be on holiday. I think that Mobley can play and play against Giannis, and I think Lopez is on Allen. So, you know, now it comes down to Middleton and Mitchell, and I'll take Mitchell all day and night. But that's if Mobley is playing aggressive on the offensive end and making Giannis play. But if he's out there just being a body and a but, figure, but, but, man, but that's going to hurt us, man. But Big G, we just got smashed by the Knicks. Why are we talking about a matchup with Milwaukee and we got to probably play, probably play the Knicks in the first round? Well, this this the deal, Tate. If we get smashed by the Knicks in the first round, there's going to be some talk about that coaching. But, you know, we'll get to that at the end of the show, you know, for sure, for sure. Yeah, so D. Mitchell had a great game. But what do you think about Jalen Brunson, man? So, you know. He's a mouse. He's a, there's no way in God's green earth he should have got 50 on us. There's no way. You know, J, J, now don't get me wrong. He's not, he's a he's a good player. But a 50 ball? No. Come on, man. That means that means there was two things going on with, with, with the Cavs. The defensive effort wasn't there. And th- that means we wasn't aggressive on the offensive end. Because last I checked, if you're aggressive on the offensive end, that means he's exuding an, an absorbent amount of energy on the on the other end of playing defense, and he don't have the energy to hit you for the 50 ball on the offensive end. He could have he could have went for 50. He made his free throws. He was five for eight from the three from free throw line. Yeah, he was third third 18 for 32 from the field and seven for 12 from three point range. Yeah, man, a, no a, doubt. A 48-49 game. Jalen Brunson. Came 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 to play ball tonight, man. I'm mean, think yeah. I, I watched the, the post game quick interview because the the game on the on the league pass was was the uh, the Knicks broadcast. They talked to him. He wanted to give all the credit to his teammates. You know what I mean? So yeah. And then that's what a good leader does. I think that's what he is, man. I mean, you know, I'm old enough to remember his dad, Rick Rick Brunson, that played yeah. his Temple. Yeah. Back yeah. in the day, for John Cheney, he was a really tough, hard nosed player. And Jalen Brunson got that from his dad just with better offense. Yeah, yeah, he does. He's he's definitely got he's got a very unique skill set. You know, for him to be a six foot two, six foot three, well, he ain't six three, six foot two, six foot one guy. You know, this guy plays with grit. But I think that the bigger piece about the Knicks and why they were able to do what they did is Josh Hart, man. Josh Hart makes all the difference in the world for the New York Knicks, man. He is he's a player that I would have loved to see the Cavs get. And I think that's what we're missing right now as a franchise. We need one of them gritty three and D dudes. That's just, he don't gotta be a wily vet, 
But he's gonna look, he's gonna go in that locker room and he's gonna look around and say, Man, Mobley, you getting 30 tonight. I don't care what you got to do, you getting 30. Yeah. Well, you know, I think I think that's why him and Brunson are so good together. They both have that mentality coming from Villanova. They played for national championships. Yeah, Jay and Wright. They, they, under Jay Wright, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Jay Wright. Jay Wright know what he's talking about. Uh Brunson is a New York kid and and Josh Hart is from, from down here around the, the DC area. Yep. Yeah, so right they, outside they, they got that East Coast toughness, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I don't know, I mean, M- Mitchell is just is just offensively exceptional. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. but he, he has that toughness. I don't know if he's as tough as those guys, yeah. but those guys are really, really tough. Right, right. But Darius Garland don't have that toughness. Man, he's a great player, great ball handler, highly skilled. Uh, maybe it's just because he's small and he got to put on a little bit more weight and hit the weight room the offseason again. Yeah. But, you know, he goes gets to the hole and misses bunnies and, you know, I mean, at critical times. Yeah, he, know, can, but, he can shoot that three ball, though. I mean, yeah, I'm a Darius Garland fan. Yeah. Not knocking Darius Garland at all. Yeah. So I chalk it to uh, how do you look at this potential playoff matchup coming up? Because tomorrow is the is the first, right? Yeah. The playoffs start the 15th. Two weeks from tomorrow, the playoffs start. I think the Cavs have five more games. Go ahead and tell me what you think about the potential matchup, and I'll find out what the standings are right now. Well, I I, I don't know if we're going to play the Knicks. Uh, we, we might, we might not. We'll see what happens down the stretch because I think the New York Knickerbockers have a, a heck of a schedule going down the end. I, I think their last few games, they play some hard squads, man. They're currently we're currently three games ahead of them. We're forty eight and thirty. They're forty five and thirty three. Yeah. We're three and a half games behind Philly. Yeah. For third place. Yeah. The Heat are the Heat are two games behind the Knicks. Yeah. So I kind of I kind of see that happening. I'm going to look at the Knicks schedule. I know the Cavs up next have uh, the Pacers on Sunday. Yeah. And then I think it's a back to back. Well, they, they, the Knicks they, have the Knicks have the Washington Wizards, the Indiana Pacers, the Indiana Pacers, the New Orleans Pelicans, and then the Indiana Pacers. So you know that the Knicks only got four left. So I, I don't I don't know I don't know if um, I think they might have sealed the deal maybe for the fifth spot because Brooklyn might still might be able to do something to get them maybe Brooklyn or Miami we'll see. But but if it comes down to us playing the the Knicks. We got to play grittier than we played tonight. We have to play gritty basketball to be because they might be without Julius Randle, and that's definitely advantage. Cat, I saw, I saw he, he didn't play, so we can't even say that that because Allen didn't play. I mean, what, what's wrong with Randle? Because I, I didn't see the beginning of the game. Do you know he has a severely sprained ankle? He'll be evaluated in about two weeks and to, to see if he has the potential to play. But his ankle's actually worse than the injury that LeBron James sustained. So, so you know, when LeBron was out, what? They were talking about LeBron was going to have to have surgery. And he decided to rehab and do all whatever else and make it back. So, the injury right now, too, for what I'm reading about Julius Randle, is that the ankle's worse. So, they said they're going to reevaluate him in two weeks. So, that'll definitely be sometime right before, right once that series starts, if he's even able to play. So, if we go into a series against the Knicks and they have no Randle, Man, let's get it. I, you know, we got to be aggressive, play hard. Mitchell's going to do his thing, but I just need one of the other young calves to step up. I don't care if it's Garland or um, uh, Mobley. 
but I need one of you to average between 22 and 25 a game. If we do that, we're going to get the Knicks out of there real quick and get our get us I mean, an opportunity to rest. I was just at the barbershop yesterday, and they, 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 they brought up NBA and basketball. They know I like the Cavs. I've been going to the barbershop for about this one for about 10 years. So yeah. They they know they know your teams. You know how it is when you go to the barbershop. Yeah, for sure. But uh we're talking about the, the Knicks and the Cavs, and that we knew they played tonight, and then we we assuming they're gonna play in the playoffs. And I said, man, the Knicks, the Knicks gonna beat the Cavs. I mean, the Cavs gonna beat the Knicks in six. Mm. Was my take just because I felt like Cleveland, they match up well. I feel like Cleveland will get a game at MSG because those young guys going to play on that big stage, they're going to play really hard. Yeah. With a lot of energy. Yeah. So, but after watching the night, I don't know, man. Right. I mean, I, I feel you. I, I see, I, I see where the, where the, where the doubt or the fear is with the Cavs because the issue is we got to grow up. The, 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 the time is now, you know, we don't have time to wait and be like, okay, well, this is a progressional thing. We made the playoffs this year. No, you know, when you're young and you're hungry, you're you're only young for a certain amount of time. So you you learn lessons quick. So hopefully this will be a lesson learned for them going into the playoffs to know that we can't take the Knicks for granted. We no, got to play aggressive, hard basketball. You know, you're right. You, you you can't take it for granted at all. Yeah. Um. But the thing with I think the Cavs. I think they're. I think they should win a first round matchup. So that would obviously be against the Knicks. Yeah. If they win anything after that, then they're ahead of schedule. Correct. But it's time to win a first round matchup just because of the talent you have. Correct. Correct. Okay. But I, I promise you this much: we exit first round, Coach Bickerstaff. I'm here to tell you, buddy. I mean, I, I don't want to bust your bubble. I ain't dogging you. I think you're a good coach. But they might replace you. <laughs> they might, they might, and, and I and I'm gonna tell you, there's two guys that I want. I want Action Jackson to come out of retirement and jump on the Cavs bench and push them young fellas over the top, or you go pay Jay Wright whatever you got to pay to get him out of Villanova. And you bring him well, over Jay, there. To Jay, Jay Wright's not at Villanova anymore. Where's he at? He's doing TV. Well, Jay Wright, come on in. Well, he's sitting in the prime. <laughs> he's he's already ready. He's in the shotgun position. Shoot, inject him into Cleveland. We 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 have we have a segment on the podcast because we we do other podcasts. We do we do our Know It Alls podcast. I encourage you guys to go check us out on YouTube. It's Know It Alls. Me and Big G both are there, and our other co-host Ahmad. We we have we have a great show. And we do a Steelers podcast. We do a show on Friday nights called The Homies. And on both of these shows, so we want to bring it over here because it's kind of his brain. It's always a take called the Big G Burner. Yes, sir. So I was gonna I was gonna ask Big G to put some spice on Bernie on Bernie Bickerstaff, JB Bickerstaff name. Yeah. You kind of got ahead of it, but what do you think somebody else could do different that Bernie's not doing? Well, this is the thing, okay. I hate to do this comparison to a team. But the Cavs now sort of remind me of that Jordan team back in the 80s when they got assembled, right? And remember when they, they had Jordan and then they added a couple other pieces and then they added Pippen and Doug Collins was the coach, right? And Doug could only get them so far. 
right? Because it wasn't because Doug Collins was a bad coach. And I, I will never say Doug Collins was a bad coach. I think he was a great coach. But in order to, to propel them to the next level, they had to have the mind of Phil Jackson come set down because the amount of talent that they actually had. Phil saw the vision to put Pip at that point forward, which changed everything. But so, but but they didn't have Pip. Doug Collins didn't have Pippen. Doug Collins and Stan Outback were the coaches of the Bulls you're talking about before Phil Jackson. Yeah. Pippen didn't play for them. Pippen came when no, Phil Pip Jackson paid, was coach. Pip paid for Doug for Doug for two years. I promise you. You look it up. You know I'm gonna use my know-it-all stats. Pip okay. was there. Pip, Pip and Horace Grant was there. But but the, but they had to change the mentality because they couldn't beat the Detroit Pistons. And that was the whole reason why they brought Phil Jackson in. Phil Jackson's first year as the coach, they I think they went to the semifinals and they lost to the Pistons. The next year they went to the finals and lost to the Pistons. And then the year after that, they finally popped the Pistons. But that's just because Phil Jackson had the mentality and the vision to like, wait a minute. I got this unbelievable skill set player that can do everything. I'm going to put the ball in his hand, and that means Mike holds the ball less. I think the same thing's got to go on in Cleveland. I think that, that, that you got to have a guy who has the vision to realize that Mitchell is a superstar. I Don't get me wrong. He's top 20 in the league. But Mobley has to become the guy in order to move the Cavs to the next level. I mean, I know we'll get an additional draft pick player there and there we possibly can get a free agent but Mobley has to become the number one option in Cleveland for Cleveland to move the, the, the pendulum from this place to that place now I'm hoping that Bert Bickerstaff does his thing and we get to the second you know maybe maybe in the conference finals but if he's not that's what I'm saying that my spicier big G burner we gotta get a coach that can push the vision to understand that Mobley has the potential to be a top ten NBA. I player. think I, 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 I think they know that. I think Mobley has the potential to be a top five NBA player. Yeah. Just to go a little higher. And I checked. You were right. Uh, Doug Collins left in '89. Horace Grant and Sky Pippen came in '87. So two yes, seasons, sir. Two years. Right. I should have knew you knew it. Yeah. But yeah. uh. But yeah, man. I mean, Mobley. I mean, I don't think because they they've said it. I think. I think the. Ascension of Darius Garland last year, and then Donovan Mitchell coming this year, being a perennial All Star. Yeah. This year, an MVP candidate, having his best season ever as a Cleveland Cavalier. Yeah. I think it kind of early on stunted Mobley's growth. He's 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 young. He's kind of a he's kind of a shy personality, at least outwardly. Yeah. And I think I think he's trying to find his way. Yeah. But what we want to do is just be that dog. And just don't find your way, take your way. That's right. Because, you know, he definitely has the potential to be that guy. And Bickerstaff knows it. The coaching staff knows it. Kobe Altman knows it. Everybody in the organization knows in a year or two, Mobley is going to be the best player on that team, even if right. Donovan Mitchell is still there. Right. So why not start now? You know, you know, if, if bigger staff doesn't see it, because like I said, coach's responsibility is to have the vision for the team to become a champion. And I don't know if he knows that. He comes from a great pedigree. His father was a great coach, but I don't know. And games like tonight is the reason why I be talking about I don't know. You know, right. no, I, I get it. I mean, but I mean, J JB's never had an opportunity. I think him and Kobe Altman are building something. Yeah. JB got an intern chance at Houston and Memphis. Yeah. And they got him out. And I mean, those were, I think he replaced 
Kevin McHale in Houston. Yeah, true. And I don't remember who he replaced in Memphis, but he's never had an opportunity. He finally has some talent. They're going to win 50 games. Yeah, I true. mean, but he, he he needs to be at the very at the very least uber competitive in this first round series. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, but but not an L. We can't take an L. Even if it's four three, we're, we're supposed well, to. Well, that, that's series. what I'm saying. If they do take it, it has to go seven. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and and we can, and we and we can build. We can build on that playoff experience. Yeah, agreed. Uh, the, totally uh, the Lakers just final beat the Timberwolves one twenty three one eleven. Your boy was- always down. Ad. Yeah. yeah. Thirty eight to seventeen. Big G. Hey man, hey, listen. I'm gonna give all the credit in the world to Payday. Payday knew was on to something about a month ago. Payday said, and that's one of our other podcasts. Con- get, 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 yeah, okay, give context. Thank you. Yeah, Payday's one of our other podcast brothers. He's on the Homies podcast, and he's going to have something going on on the FFSN. Uh, I think they're going to call it Pay Dirt, something him and B Dirt is going to do. So, but Pay said it. He said, with LeBron out, we're going to find out what AD is. And if AD is really what they say he is, because AD should be a top five NBA player. The Lakers is not only going to just get into playing, not only maybe just get in the playoffs, but might mess around and cause some problems on the West Coast. So always down, you might be all moving your name to all day, every day, you know, because you are out there doing your thing, bro. Right. He's showing up down the stretch. Let's go ahead and and, and wrap this. That's rather Cavalier podcast. If If you hear us call it TRC, we just shortening that rather cavalier. Yeah. But so the next game up, Big G, is, is Sunday. It's a night game. It's at home again. So they get they get to rest at home and have a day. Probably have a light walkthrough or something tomorrow. Yeah. Um, and they play the host the Pacers on Sunday. Yeah. That should be a winnable game. Yeah, w- without a doubt. Without a doubt. I but but once again, what my question is when do we get Allen back? When is Allen and Okoya? When are they coming back, man? I'm not sure. Um they both were out tonight. They both been out for a couple of games now. Um, yeah, I would have expected them to come back today against the Knicks. Yeah, but uh, maybe they can win the next two games against the Pacers in Orlando without them, and they just let them rest. Yeah, but I didn't like that 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 lineup tonight. It was a lineup at one time. I don't like Robin Lopez out there. No, he's big and slow. I mean, I get he's a big body. You get to get fouls in the playoffs on Embiid or somebody like that. But not just to put him out there. I would have rather went with uh, what's the kid name from Virginia? I can't remember his name. Uh, well, I I can't right off the top of my head. I can't either. But the guy that I'll be worried about on the floor is Osman, man. You know, take we we, we did 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 takes what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. I, I like him because he's young and linky. But, yeah. But but, but Osman, man, man, Osman. He had like 14 tonight, man. You know, so offensively he does his thing. But on the defensive rotation, what I'm telling you, when they switched, they was they was switching to get to Osman. They were looking you know, for him. Yeah, they, they, was, they, was, they was hunting him, switching to get to him. And whoever got him, ISO, get a bucket. And so I, I don't like Osman on the rotation, man. You know, so but Well, I think I think ideally when Coral's healthy, he wouldn't get as many minutes now as he's getting. Yeah. I think his playoff minutes get get uh, shrunk a little bit. Yeah. He played 21 minutes a night. I can see in the playoffs, I go down to 10 to 12. Yeah. But, you know, the thing is, like I said, I, it's a winnable game for us, but the Pacers are still trying to get in that play in. I think they're three back with five to play. 
And if they get an opportunity to, to bust us and move in, they're going to bust us. So, you know, once again, we got to come to play. We can't take nothing for granted. You know, it is time for us to do what we do, to move in position, to get ready for this playoff run. Because like I said, I'm I'm personally not settling for a first-round loss. If we get to the second round and we run into the Boston Celtics, Philadelphia 76ers, or the Milwaukee Bucks, the, the, oh, the, well, the, the Pacers, The Pacers are three back behind the Bulls for the 10th spot. Yeah, with five to play. They went They went out. They, they can make some noise and get in. They could. Yeah, they, so. they have five to play. Yep. The Cavs have four to play. Yep. So, like, you know, they're they're playing for their – basically for their play-in rights. So, yeah, we got to come and to play. Got to come to play. I agree. And it's at home. Yep. I mean, we lost tonight at home, but, you know. Yeah. But, yeah, Big G, so we're going to go ahead and wrap it up, man. Go ahead and tell the people everything you got going on, what you want them to know about this and your other work and what we do, man. Yeah, for sure. Well, thanks again for, for bringing me into this Cleveland Cavaliers, rather Cavaliers podcast. You know, I I personally do some some things with the Know-It-Alls crew, my boy Tate, my boy Mod, that we host weekly Sundays at 6.15 p.m. You can check us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Twitch. I also co-host the, the Homies podcast with my boy Tate on the Steel Curtain Network, and that's broadcasted Fridays at 8 p.m. and in syndication on audio on Saturday mornings. So you can check me out on any of those podcasts across the spectrum. But for sure, for sure, we're building a platform for to reach all the people that love the Cavs, love the Steelers, love the Ohio State Buckeyes. And we're trying to get the message out and information out to all of our viewers and listeners. So let's build the brand. When you hear us, like and subscribe us. That helps us out tremendously. Thanks, Big G. And yeah, in all, in all fairness, you even though we don't root for them, we got to say the Cowboys because that's my team and we do a lot of talk about the cow. <laughs> hey, Big G's putting his thumbs down. Your audio listeners can't see him putting his thumbs down. Yeah. But yeah, but yeah, like like like, subscribe, download, undownload, re-download. Just do whatever you gotta do to get to get this to get this calves knowledge, you know, in your ear. We we we're here for that. We appreciate you joining us. And we'll be back probably with another show after the Pacer game Sunday evening. Yeah. Check us out. Peace. FSSN. Peace.